guys? Welcome back to In the Press Box, episode 28. First, we have a special announcement from the Predators, then the NBA Finals, Stanley Cup, French Open, MLB. Let's talk balls, college, baseball, and more. And then we round out with predictions and closure. My name is Benjamin, and you guys are? I'm Alan Hayden. All right, let's get into it. So we're going to turn the hosting duties over to Alex because I'm kind of in the middle of nowhere and I'm on a phone call, as you can probably tell by now. So we apologize for the audio. But we're, Alex, we're going across cross country. From the predators. We're going across country around here. Yeah, we're, sure are. And uh, I don't know if Benjamin said this. I think he did. A uh, special announcement from Predators. John Hines has been fired. Uh, what do you think about that, Benjamin? And Aiden? Well, I mean, I think I think it was time, you know, to move on from him. I'm really glad that we did. I like the uh, replacement that we hired. He scored the first goal. Fun fact: He scored the first goal in uh, National Predators franchise history. So that's kind of cool. The very first coach as the GM, and then the coach is going to be the very first player to score a goal for the Predators. So that's nice. Uh, as for Hines, I think he is a 500 coach. He only lasted five years. I saw that he had interest from the New York Rangers and people like that. But yeah, otherwise, you know, wish Hines well, but like happy that we fired him. That's my thoughts. Yeah, Aiden, what do you kind of think about this situation? I know we kind of not necessarily talk negatively about Hines, but we've We've kind of been high, having high expectations, and he hasn't really been uh, letting up to those expectations, as you would kind of say. Uh, yeah, Alice, I agree with you. The expectations, that, um, I don't think, have been met yet, and we'll just have to see what, what, what happens. All right, you now. Know, it's high expectations in an organization because, if you know, we made the playoffs, right? When when you when you make the playoffs, you know, ten years in a row or something like that, the expectations of the bar is going to be raised high. He didn't make the playoffs, didn't meet those expectations. He's fired. There you go. I mean, that's just the expectations. It's playoffs or nothing. Yeah. Um, at this point. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah, and he's kind of wasted a lot of players' prime years and kind of gotten rid of a lot of talent, and it's going to be hard to. Kind of correct his mistakes, as you kind of call it. Uh, we're having a lot of movement in, obviously, coaching staff without not only being uh, John Hines being fired, but the assistant being fired, uh, GM leaving. I mean, no. Was GM or president? I can't remember a crap. I sound like an idiot. Uh, well, well, David Poyle was the GM. Yeah, so yeah, he, he yeah he's leaving. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of uh, office movement and coaching movement. And hopefully that will bring some good, positive player movement, uh, picking a couple people and free agency. Yeah, let me, um, let, me, let me just give, like, a little breakdown of who we're hiring here. So his name's Andrew Brunette. So he, he played for the Predators for a few years here. Scored our very first ever franchise goal. They actually inter- they actually introduced him just a, just a little bit ago. Um, doesn't have a lot of experience necessarily in coaching yet. He did take over the Florida Panthers as an interim after their coach was fired and led them to the best record in the league. Has one of the best coaching records and resume. He did get fired and replaced with somebody after he had a DUI incident on a golf cart. How do you have a DUI on the golf cart? I mean, I don't know what he was doing there. <laughs> Apparently, he was drinking too much, had DUI on a golf cart, or I don't know what happened. So that's kind of, you know, that's happening. And also keep in mind, June 1st, the, you know, the reins officially, officially go over to Barry Trotz. David Poyle's been a longtime GM. In fact, our only GM. But starting June 1st, uh... David Poyle resigns as GM and it goes to Barry Trotz. That's also when Andrew Brunette comes in. So kind of a lot of big changes, but I think Brunette which is has tomorrow, a which, resume. Which is tomorrow, correct? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So by the yeah. time you're watching, probably. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I like Brunette has a great coaching resume. I think he's going to be a great coach. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And, uh, now I think we can kind of move on to NBA Finals, if that's okay with y'all. It's okay with me. Okay, this year's edition of NBA Finals sees the Heat take on the Nuggets. The Nuggets dominated in the West to reach the Finals, and Heat fought their way through the East to reach the Finals. Jokic and Murray lead the Nuggets against Butler and Love. Who will win? Uh, what are y'all's kind of predictions about how this series is kind of going to go? Well... I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think personally, if I can go first, the series is going to be really interesting. I got it going about probably six games, but, you know, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting series. I have the, I have the, uh, I have, I think it's going to go game six or game six or seven. And I think the Heat are going to win the series. Yeah. Mm. The five, the five, six, uh, five, six games is kind of how I have it. The Nuggets like to uh, win series quick, and the Heat are kind of like the opposite. So, uh, but I think ultimately the Nuggets may not necessarily win, but they're going to have control over the series, and I think it can go to five, six. I don't really, maybe, I don't really think see it in seven. If it has to go to seven, the Nuggets are winning it. But uh, maybe five, six games. If it's if the Heat can go out there early, they kind of got momentum. But Nuggets got the rest. So, kind of, wh- what what do y'all want to see here? Y'all have momentum or rest? What's kind of going to be the biggest key factor? And that's kind of who's going to win. Um, whatever y'all think that biggest uh, yeah, factor. You're right about that. Moment- see, it's momentum versus rest, right? The Heat come off of the Game 7 win. I guess the Celtics just a couple of nights ago, but they don't have a lot of rest. Meanwhile, the Nuggets have just been chilling on you know their couches for about a week and a half now. So what I kind of wonder is, is what if the Nuggets kind of come out rusty, or will it be the opposite, which is the Heat are exhausted and the Nuggets are well rested? So it's in my opinion, it's which team is more disciplined, which team does their job, you know. If the Nuggets have been resting but working, I think that they're going to do really well. If the Nuggets have just been chilling and doing, you know, not enough work, not enough urgency in practice, they won't do so well. And I know that the Heat, they have, uh, what's his name? I think it's Shane Spolstra, their coach, right? Yeah. Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. Um, that, that is an elite-level coach. That is a dynasty coach right there. And I can tell you he's going to be coaching the Heat really well. Um I would not be surprised if the Heat win the win the championship and shock and sh- really shock the NBA world. I, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and also this Heat this kind of rivalry kind of goes up to the earlier the season. Y'all remember when Jokic uh kind of got in that little scuffle on that like kind of dirty pick, and the Heat went in the. Was trying to fight Jokic by the locker room. Do y'all remember that kind of earlier in the season? Yeah, that's right. Because Butler, Butler was like mouthing stuff like "meet me outside the locker room" and like craziness. Because it was like not a great play by Jokic. Yeah, do y'all think they'll have anything to do kind of with the series? Oh, it's gonna be. A, I think this is gonna be a really, really entertaining series. Like, I, I really think that this is gonna be an amazing NBA Finals. Because just like you said, they have the components of. One's a dynasty, one's an upcoming team. You've got superstar players, right? And you've got even sort of a rivalry and a and a kind of a unfinished business from earlier in the season. So, I uh, don't know. It, it's got a lot of great components. Okay. Is, I don't know. What, what does Aiden think? I think it's – I agree with you, Benjamin. I think there's a lot of um, interesting things about this series, you know, from both teams, like who, who will um, – be the better team or will it uh, rely on resting or will it rely on more of uh, you know, it, it's just a lot of, there's a lot of things that um, definitely can impact both teams in a negative or positive way. And it's going to be really interesting to see the Nuggets, obviously the first final appearance that he there, um, obviously they've won the finals uh, past recent, like decade or whatever um, with LeBron James. But we, uh, it's really going to be interesting to see a whole new Heat team and the Nuggets team. They're both going to be ready for the series, and it's going to be interesting. 
Alright, and kind of say some couple questions here that I have for y'all. Uh, first of all is, uh, who will be the NBA Finals MVP? I know we kind of have, we had like earlier predictions earlier in the season. We all kind of got that pretty much wrong. Uh, what do y'all have uh, right now for the Heat or the Nuggets? I have Jimmy Buckets. NBA Finals MVP? Yes. Alright, who wants, you want me to go first or Aiden? Uh, doesn't matter. You can go first if you want. Alright, alright, I'll go first. So, if the Nuggets win, I'm gonna go, I think Jokic. Jokic is gonna be the main man. If the Heat win, I'm gonna go with Jimmy Butler. I know it's kind of boring, but I just, that's that's just, I think each of those players will determine the series. I, th- I agree with Benjamin. Uh, Nikola Jokic for the Nuggets, and then if the Heat win, Jimmy Bucket. Okay, I think I'm not agree with y'all on the Nuggets, but just uh, I think Jimmy Butler. That's obviously uh, valid. He's probably gonna win it for the Heat, but kind of taking away spotlight from Jimmy Butler. I can potentially see Lowry, uh, Hero, or uh, on the bio uh, winning it, but or Love, obviously. But I think uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Tyler Hero. And I, I can see that. Uh, speaking of who is an underrated play, player for each team, um, well, let, let, I'm going to kind of lead the way for that. Uh, kind of like the Heat, uh, I got to go with Hero. Uh, obviously, kind of young career out of Kentucky. I mean, we don't like Kentucky in college, but why don't we like Kentucky in the big NBA? Because they kind of dominate Tyler Heroes and doing well. Just like in the Jack Hollow song, the ones that hate me the most are just like me. Silencing the crowd, and for uh, for the Nuggets, most underrated player, you know what? Get back to me. Benjamin, what do you kind of have for uh, most underrated player for each team? Okay, so for the Nuggets, I'm going to start off with the Nuggets. I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon. I know that he is in like, the starting rotation, but... Aaron Gordon's going to play a big part in this series, right? How does he? How does he? You know, defend. You know, the the heat attack, right? And I remember when Aaron Gordon, right? Aaron Gordon really and got game four a couple weeks ago. Really helped carry the team there at the end. And I feel like if Aaron Gordon is on, you know, on point in this series, Nuggets win in a breeze. Like if Aaron Gordon is, you know, dropping twenty twenty one. Or if he's getting a lot of blocks, a lot of rebounds, this series is over. You can say night night. I say four or five games. That's how big of a player and how underrated I think Aaron Gordon is. For the Heat, I'm gonna go with Kevin Love. Kevin Love, you know, I know it's kind of again a little bit of a boring pick, but Kevin Love brings that NBA Finals experience. I actually just saw a stat that Kevin Love has never been to a playoffs without making the NBA Finals or winning. So Kevin Love is going to bring a great veteran presence. He helped that team in Game 7, right? They lose the three games. Backs are against the wall. Kevin Love apparently gave them a pep talk, right? Was jumping around on the court saying, we need more energy, right? We need to, you know, play like a serious team. We need to get more energy, more discipline. And I think Kevin Love is going to be a big key for the Heat. Underrated player. All right, I kind of have a couple here. Um, kind of on the bench, uh, Caldwell Pope is a good option. Uh, I think DeAndre Jordan is a good option, uh, especially when Nikola Jokic is not out there. Because uh, Nikola Jokic is going to be out there for a major part, and uh, he's going to put out their best their best defenders, and they're probably going to rest their best defenders while Nikola Jokic is on the bench. And when he's on the bench, DeAndre Jordan... He's going to be out there maybe tearing up. Uh, his career average is 10.2 points. Uh, is 9 points per game. But uh, this year he's kind of a little slower with 5.1. So maybe he could get that to 12, 12 points per game this series and maybe, maybe get the underrated player. But I would say my uh, most underrated player would be Reggie Jackson, 10 Point two points per game, two point one points per game, uh, kind of diamond up with three point four assists, and uh, he's kind of on his last run here. He's a little bit older, but uh, 
I think he's definitely going to make an impact uh, on the floor. Yep, that's, that's a good pick. Uh, what does Aiden think? Um, well, I agree with you. With who? With uh, Alex. <laughs> who did I say? I don't know. <laughs> Alright, I, I can't believe. Alright, so we'll just say Aiden thinks, you know, Reggie Jackson, you know, Caldwell Pope. We'll get into that. Alex, what's the next question here that you got for us? Okay, the next question is uh, who do you think will perform better, Jokic or Butler? Alright, well, I'll go first on this one. Um, I'm going to go, you know what? I think... Oh man, this is this is a tough question. This is actually a really tough question because I feel like whoever wins this series, right? That's gonna be. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jimmy Butler, barely. I'm also gonna agree with Benjamin. I'm gonna say Jimmy Butler. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna change that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go Nikola Jokic. Actually, Nikola Jokic will perform better in this series overall. Okay, yeah, I'm going with Nikola Jokic. Um, I think the Nuggets have the firepower to stop Jimmy Butler, but really no team, especially the Heat, kind of have an option to stop Nikola Jokic. It's going to be his game, his way, his series. Yep. And uh, how many games, we kind of already answered this, how many games do you think, uh, do you see the finals going? I got six games. I also have six games. I have five or six, and uh, so I'm going to go with 5.5. <laughs> All right, and uh, kind of the last question here, who do you see winning the uh, MVP? Uh, well, first of all, let, uh, let me add another question before we say this last question. Did you see this uh, series even like, any of these teams getting in? I know the Nuggets were the number one team, but did you see this uh, finals like at all? Like, not not even remotely. No, no. not literally not even in in consideration remotely for me. No, uh, personally, like I we really got the predictions wrong. I gotta admit. <laughs> yeah, and actually, this I was gonna watch uh, after watch the NBA like predictions, like little. Uh, segment or probably long segment and see how bad we were uh but yeah it's certainly not what we expected and sometimes that's a good thing sometimes it's a bad thing uh personally i think it's a good thing in this scenario but anyway who do you think will win the 2023 nba finals all right here's my prediction my official nba finals prediction are you ready i'm gonna give a full entire breakdown on how i see it going okay just gonna throw it all out there I have the Miami Heat winning in six games, but I see Nikola Jokic performing better than Jimmy Butler. I see Jokic kind of carrying his team a lot. I see Murray and Jokic being a good dynamic duo, but the rest of the players around them struggle. I see Jimmy Butler averaging maybe about 20 points a game, 21 points, not the best, right? And But the rest of the players around him perform well, okay? I see the Nuggets getting the first two games of the series and then the Heat responding by getting the next two games and all of the rest of the games there. I see the Heat going on a roll. And then I see in the final game, Jimmy Butler dropping about 40 points and winning the NBA Finals MVP in Game 6 to close it out. So there you go. That's that's my full prediction. My full entire prediction is going to probably be wrong, but there you go. Heat win in 6. Yeah, uh, I kind of have to agree with that a little bit. I think the Nuggets are going to take the first two games. The Heat's going to bounce back two games. Uh, but I think the Nuggets are going to take the next two games, make it the six-game series, 2-2-2. Uh, two, two, two. I think whoever's going to be at home is going to take the series pretty much. And Nuggets are going to have the advantage of that. Uh, and I think Nikola Jokic is going to dro- be dropping 30 points per game. And uh, kind of like you said about Jimmy Butler, the last game golf. I'm gonna the same. I'm gonna have to say the same thing, but for Nikola Jokic, 
Uh, maybe dropping 46 points. That's my exact amount as he takes the uh, NBA Finals MVP. Hey, I want to I want to throw it out there. I said, right, you can write this down. I was gonna say 43 points for Jimmy Butler, just to, just for a number there. And Aiden, what do you kind of have? All right, to so I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna be like Benjamin. I'm gonna break down the whole series on how I think it's all gonna go down. All right. So here's what I'm gonna say. So game one. Um, let me see here. Let me pull up the. Let me pull up who's in the finals. I'm just kidding. I'm just gonna pull up the. Uh, all right. Um. So game one. All right. Tomorrow, 7:30 p.m. The fans are on their feet. It's at Denver. Nuggets and Heat. But and here's what's gonna happen. Um, the Nuggets. They're gonna be. They're gonna be well rested and they're gonna be ready for the Heat, who have just. Uh, went off to beat game, the Celtics in Game 7. The Nuggets take Game 1. Now with their momentum, they're fired up. The fans are still ready. In the next day, Game 2, the Nuggets once again take down Jimmy Buckets and the Heat. And the Nuggets are now up 2-0. But the Heat are tired of this. They said They say, we're not going to let this happen. So then they pull up to Miami, and they go lights out. I'm talking Jimmy Buckets is going to score 40, around 40 points, and he's going to have an NBA Finals caliber game that will really seal the deal for, uh, for the win. So now, 2-1. The Nuggets are still up. Then we have a game four on the line. We're still in Miami. And then here's what happens. The Jimmy Butler, coming off a remarkable game from game three, comes in, drops another 30 to 40 points, but it's not enough. The, he, the Nuggets, Nicole Jokic is on fire that game as well. And it's a battle with back and forth. And the Nuggets, in a buzzer beater win, takes game four. The Nuggets are now up 3-1. With all hopes lost for Jimmy Butler in, in, in the Heat, but they know they must they must uh, fight and battle the whole series if they want to win. So, where's Game Five taking place at? Hold on. Um, Denver. So they're gonna travel back to Denver. It's gonna be about that. Wait, when's Game Five? Like what day? I think next. Right. It's like a, I think it's like a sat, like, mm, I think it's like next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, probably. All right. Um, it's going to be, all right, just pretend it's next Wednesday. I'm not for sure. Denver, Colorado. It's going to be about 50, it's going to be like around 75 degrees, a little cloudy outside. What? The fans are about, the, the fans are now hyped. They think they have the series locked away, and they think that they're going to witness their first NBA final win. But the Heat are also ready to battle. So in Game 5, it's a whole showdown going back and forth once again, and we have Nikola Jokic dropping about 25 points. And then Jimmy Butler, he is unstoppable. He is making so... He is making... Headlines all over ESPN because guess what? He will drop 56 points in game five. And the Heat and the Heat will take game five. It's now 3-2. The Nuggets are a little shocked that the Heat are playing this well. So in game six, it's probably still in Denver, right? No, it's in Miami. Gosh, they traveled all the way back to Miami because they, and now the fans, Miami fans are loud. Nicola, it's it's almost it's almost over. The Nuggets are fixing to win. Nicola Jokic takes the shot, but oh my gosh, he collapses on the floor with a broken ankle. Now Nicola Jokic can't move. Nicola Jokic can't move. He can't walk. He's unable to breathe. He's out of breath. And the fans are shocked. The yellow coach, Nikola Jokic, I can't say it. Nikola Jokic won't be able to play the rest of the finals. 
now the whole Heat's uh, bench is all fired up. Now they lost their most valuable player. And the Nuggets can't seem to have anything going momentum-wise without Nikola Jokic. So they struggle the rest of the finals. The Heat will take game six. And now it's 3-3. They travel back to Denver for the final time. Nikola Jokic is on. Nikola Jokic is uh, unable to attend the game while still having surgery on his ankle. So the Nuggets can't find a way to get past Jimmy Buckets. So Jimmy, him, Hemi, Hemi Butler goes in and drops eighty-seven points. What? What the heck? Okay, I, I forgot. Goes to the Heat. And the fans are in disappointment, but the Heat fans know that Jimmy Butler is there. And the Heat have won the NBA Finals, and Jimmy Butler is crowned your Finals MVP. So that's how I think everything's going to go down. Do y'all agree with me? All right, that took way too long. And just so you know, on the the question I asked to – how much games you go? You said six. Now it's seven. So I think you just added an extra game just for the fun of it. For, for the hype and the drama. Yeah. But anyway, to answer that question, uh, who will win? Uh, I had Nuggets. Benjamin had Heat, and Aiden had Heat. So uh, as a whole, we had Heat winning. Uh, but anyway, that is the NBA Finals. Uh. The Heat have been dominant dynasty while the Nuggets are in the finals for the first time in franchise history. With that being said, it's Heat versus Nuggets in the NBA Finals and ABC. Now let's move on. Let's go. Now let's move on to the Stanley Cup uh, right now. Uh, The other major final seeds, the Panthers battle the Knights. The Panthers have been a surprising team in, in all of sports. Uh, being the last team to make it in the playoffs, defeating some of the best teams in the playoffs. The Knights have been uh, resurgent, making it into the finals after missing the playoffs entirely last year. Uh, the Stanley Cup, the Stanley Cup, should be a real interesting one. It all starts Saturday on TNT. And here are some questions uh, for our hosts: Who will be uh, the star player of the Stanley Cup? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Matthew Kachuk. I'm going with the hard hitter himself. When uh, yeah, uh, I'm going with um Kachuk too. So Aiden, you cannot go the same person because that'd just be boring. I'm gonna go with that. Um, the same guys y'all guys went with. I mean, hey, I can't blame him. He's literally a superstar. Hello, it's Benjamin Rea, and I just wanted to say the Aiden and Alex is very cute, and my favorite team is the Tennessee Volunteers. Who's that? Bro, turn that off. <laughs> what is that? You put the voice, like the little voice thing, you took my voice and created that. What? Was that Austin, or is that Aiden? Who did that? Okay, so anyway... Uh, yeah, that's certainly a, a good player. Um, kind of going to be dominant. Uh, who do you think is an underrated player for each team? Um, for the Panthers, I'm going to go with Ser- uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, their goaltender. I think he needs to have a big Stanley Cup. And for the Knights, uh, I'm going to go with... Hold on, let me look here. I, I, had, I had the player in mind. I forgot his name. Hold on. Hold on here. Yeah, I mean, but you know, the main one, the main one there. Uh, for the yeah, for the nice, I'm gonna go with Mark Stone. Mark Stone, hard hitting player. He's, he needs to be big. Yeah. For uh. Okay, for the Panthers, I'm going with Nick Cousins. Mm, I like that one. And for the Knights. I'm going with uh, the man of the myth, Brett Howden. I like that one, too. That's an underrated player. 
Well, Aiden, uh, I agree with both of y'all guys. You know, they're both outstanding players. Was that? All right, so let's have, what's the next question? And also, uh, I can see Brayden McNabb. Okay, now moving on to the next question. Uh, who will win and lay their hands on the Stanley Cup? All right, I'm going to break it down. Not as long as Aiden's, but I'm going to break it down. Okay, game one. It's going to be in Vegas. I see the Knights taking game one. I see the Panthers taking game two. Uh, game three heads to the Panthers. Game four heads to the Knights back and forth type of series. I'm going to see uh, the Knights taking game five. Panthers take game six to even out the series. And in game seven, the Knights take game seven. Knights win the Stanley Cup in seven games. Matthew Kachuk, again, kind of like my last prediction, Matthew Kachuk's the best overall player. But he's not the best in the series in terms of who wins it. So the best in the series, give it to Jack Eichel or Phil Kessel. There you go. That's my prediction. Knights and seven. Okay. Um, I'm going to win with the Panthers. They're going to win their first ever Stanley Cup. And who's going to be raising it for uh, the Panthers? You know, I'm going to have to go with... Who's who's been leading them their way the whole entire time, and I'm gonna mispronounce it. Uh, you're gonna get it right. Uh, Alexander Alexander Barkov. I don't. Oh, Alexander Barkov. Barkov. Yeah, Alexander Barkov. Well, I, I was watching the games, and I, I it felt like every single time the broadcaster said his name, it was a different pronounce. It was pronounced a different way. Okay, well, so you have, who do you have winning, Panthers? Panthers and uh, Alexander Barkov. Uh, uh, how many games? Oh, uh, I'm going with seven. Oh, wow. Wait, no, no, sorry, sorry, five, 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 five. Five, okay, Panthers and five, Knights and seven. Aiden, just give us a simple one. Who's uh, the Panthers. How many games? Like, six. Okay, Panthers and six, there you go. All right, should I handle the next one? Yes, please, Benjamin. All right, because it is tennis. Yay. Okay, so tennis. So tennis is brightest. Stars take the clay in Paris. Um, we've seen big upsets as, as, such as Daniel Medvedev went down to the world num- one number 172 yesterday. That's a really big upset right there, people. That would be if, like, Penn State lost to Tulsa or something. It's really random, but it's a big upset. That's the point. Uh, this is the first time in 18 years that the French Open won't have the doll because he had to withdraw due to an injury. So he picked up an injury last year in a doll. Again, one of the most famous tennis players. Very famous. Uh, made really famous by this tournament. 18 years straight in this tournament. He's only wa- lost one match, but the first time he uh, he's had to withdraw. So Wait, Benjamin, uh, can, can, can I say something? Next year's going to be his last year. Can I, can I say something? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Please let me talk, because I don't want you to be a deuce bag. Was that a what? good one? Like, deuce? Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. Um, so, it is sure to be an interesting tournament this year, and it is completely wide open. Anybody can win, because Djokovic is playing, but he is currently kind of hurt. So, right now, if I am the French Open, and if you care, I'm looking at Alcaraz, the world number one Alcaraz Garfia. Or I'm going to be looking for Djokovic, of course. Um, and on, then on the women's side, uh, I like I like Coco Goff in that. I think she's going to surprise a lot of people and do well. If not, it's uh, Swiatek. That's a tough name to pronounce. Uh, Eva Swiatek uh, from Poland. She's the world number one in the women's side of the game. And I think that she's going to have a great tournament. But I'm going to give it to Coco Goff. So. Yeah, That's my, kind of my little French Open predictions. It's it's been a long time since I watched tennis, and uh, I'm finally going to be watching it. Uh, high stakes down in Paris. Get it? It's yeah. it's been it's been a long time. Yeah, and also um, do you get it? The pun. It's been no. Oh. I thought that was like a tennis thing. Because I looked up uh, tennis puns and it said it's been a long time. I don't oh, I, oh, okay. 
I see what you're, I see what you're going for. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but long story short, um, you if you if you're interested in watching that, uh, you can catch all of the matches on Tennis Channel. But if you don't have that, you can catch the earlier matches on Peacock and the later matches, such as the semifinals and finals, quarterfinals on NBC. So there you go. That's where you can watch that. Should be about every morning. Uh, is when those will be on. So it's rolling right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a little French Open. Let's move on to MLB. Alex, you can take back over. Okay, so uh, now with MLB, the MLB season rolls on. The Yankees have made a push for the playoffs while the Padres continue to struggle. Is it time to be concerned about the Padres? Meanwhile, the Athletics are scheduled to break the lost total in a season. But they're actually doing good. They are actually uh, winning. Braves a, yeah, Braves twice. Yeah, uh, it's been a disaster for the uh, for Oakland. Whether it's through attendance or the move to Las Vegas, lurking, it sure has not been a season to remember for Athletics fans and players. Meanwhile, the Rays have remained the best team in baseball, despite coming back down to earth and losing a couple of games. What do you guys? What do you guys think about the Padres? Are you concerned about the Padres at all? I mean, yeah, certainly. Uh, Taking them a long time to get going here. Yeah, uh, margin, uh, the room, or the margin, I guess you say, the margin uh, mistakes are very limited, and I'd say they used up all their, I guess, bad losses. So now they got to turn up things, or they're not going to be getting in playoffs. Uh, Saying kind of to the bottom of the power rankings, bottom of real rankings, and uh, just kind of just down on everything. What I would say is kind of pitiful. Yeah, yeah. The Padres, the Padres, um, they they've really struggled. I mean, Soto has not looked sharp. Uh, Tatis has not been the best. Machado's hurt. I mean, it's really not been a good season. And I would have thought that by now, surely they would have figured it out. But clearly they have not. They're not even in the playoff picture. And for the third highest payroll in baseball, that's absolutely unacceptable. So, there you go. I'm not like like in a panic. I actually kind of still think that they're going to make the playoffs. But I just don't see this team making a far run. They don't look in sync. Like, they just don't look – they don't look – Connected, and also the other thing is, is you know, you have like you have all their players. You know, Soto's batting like one eighty four, right? And you have all these players, and then you know they're losing the game to the Dodgers, right? Like eight to two, and they're over there laughing in the dugout, like you know nothing's happening. And I just think that that's just a really bad look. Personally, it just kind of seems like they paid a bunch of you know people millions of dollars, and they just aren't taking it quite you know seriously. In my opinion, personally, I just don't. I just do not see this team making it that far just because I don't – I think there's a lack of effort right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and do you have anything to say? And we can kind of turn ties uh, with another question, kind of going the opposite way. Um, I, I agree with Benjamin. Okay. Um, kind of turning ties here. Uh, the Rays, obviously, are the number one team. Uh, they're kind of – I wouldn't say slowing down, but they're – not as a role as they were earlier in the season. Do you think? Do you see any other team uh, anytime soon passing them? Yeah, I was looking at the standings. I, the Texas Rangers actually look real good this year. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers kind of gave them a little bit of a, a challenge. Even not anytime soon, but I mean, I think eventually, you know, I know the Braves have lost a couple games, but, you know, if Acuna keeps his MVP season going, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Braves could seriously actually make a little bit of a run that's just my opinion yeah uh yeah certainly um you got the rangers orioles um maybe seeing the dodgers but especially the braves uh they're kind of struggling a little bit but they you can't struggle forever and that's kind of the motto i've been kind of saying here speaking up for the braves but i think the rays the rays gonna have a uh Tough spot holding it against them. They certainly can do it, but if any team can, I would say the Rangers. Uh, the Grom, 
just got injured on the injury list for 15 days. But I don't think they'll play too much big of a role for the Rangers. Rangers have just been too good for their opponents. Yeah. And do you have any? And do you see any team being the best in the big leagues by the end of the year? Um, like what league? The MLB. Oh. Like, like any like surprises? No, like never mind. Just move on to the next one. Oh gosh, and do you ever pay attention? Alright, so uh Benjamin, uh Benjamin, you were obviously gone from last week podcast. I don't know if you ever watched it, but anyway, uh sorry to break the news to you. Uh that you said that we were glad you were finally gone. So we talked all balls for about thirty five minutes. And uh let's continue that on. Is it was that okay with you? I don't know if you ever watched it, but we went behind your back. No, I know. Okay. Let's talk balls. Let's go. Okay, so uh, first, let's talk some balls. Uh, they just had the on three in uh convention in Nashville. Certainly, uh, we're looking good here. Uh, and these recruits, they're gonna have to get some recruiting uh, investigation on us. Right now, we're number eight, and we can dominate this twenty twenty four class with five star defensive lineman William. Narani, five-star linebacker Sammy Brown. They're all looking to go to us, and they're probably going to go to us. Five-star wide receiver Mike Matthews. Five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo. Four-star edge Jordan Ross. Four-star defensive line Kamarion Franklin. Four-star safety Demilio Jones. Four-star wide receiver Amari Jefferson. Force and four-star cornerback Caleb Beasley all leading the way in the 2024 class. Certainly more to come. And Sammy Brown, uh, we're just dominating. We're going to have, we're on pace to have three, uh, we're going to have two, two five-star defensive line and, uh, two, uh, four-star defensive line. We're on pace to have the best defensive line and wide receiver class ever in Tennessee history, and maybe even in college history. We're dominating. Who do you think you are, Georgia and Alabama? We get the wide receivers. We get the defensive linemen. And that's all I say. And talking balls, baby. And they've all showed entrance. Ryan Wingo was put on the rock. He loved that. Sammy Brown made his official visit. All these guys are making this, their visits in the next two weeks. So if you're going to Knoxville, go say what up to them. Massive 2024 class. Oh. And athlete Boo Carter and offensive line Ronan O'Connell. And those are all the crystal ball predictions we're going to get. And obviously... Those are not right, but all those guys have shown verbal entrance to Tennessee, and why not get more? As we run this five-star class, let's go! As we can have the trio with Nico Emavalieva, five-star quarterback, five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo, five-star wide receiver Mike Matthews, Oh, guys, okay. Okay, college baseball now? Oh, yeah. Wait, when, since when are they making a Raising Canes in Nashville? Did you see the video? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, no, I, don't, I can't say anything, but I'll tell you guys actually about that after. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Okay, yeah, can you... Okay. Alright, I'm kind of out of breath. Give me a second. Okay, now let's talk college baseball. Uh, obviously, the selection show, kind of, that happened Monday at 11 o'clock Central Time. Uh, certainly wasn't the best thing for the scenarios. SEC 
kind of dominated. But some SEC teams got it hard, like Vanderbilt, South Carolina got it kind of easy. Tennessee certainly got it hard. Um, so I'll kind of explain how uh, the tournament works, and uh, we can kind of get on to that. So regionals is June is June second to the fifth. So anyway, four teams are going to be in it. Uh, double elimination. Uh, and uh, anyway, that's how it is. And then super regionals, and then the World Series in Omaha. And whoever comes out on top is your 2023 Division One NCAA baseball champion. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I see. You know, Vandy guy kind of got an easy draw. Tennessee's draw was a little bit tougher, so that's kind of my big. No, I think I think Vanderbilt got it pretty hard, actually. I yeah yeah, it's 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 tricky, but I feel like Tennessee's you know it's tricky. Yeah, I'd say Tennessee has the trickiest. And I don't want to be biased because I normally am. Uh, but yeah, that's certainly tricky. Uh. I, I had five I had five underrated teams and four of those teams are in the regional and that is not good. Uh, so we'll get in that separately in a second uh, when we kind of get in predictions. But uh, Vanderbilt, I think they're they're gonna have some good opponents. Xavier's really good. Eastern Illinois is not a team to sleep on. They've only they've only lost nineteen games and. Coming off some good victories. Oregon especially really good. But Vanderbilt's coming off the SEC. I would say they're one of the hottest teams in the uh, tournament. They just won the SEC championship. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you. See, this is see, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt is the best at baseball. No, they're not. Tennessee runs Tennessee. I mean, you can keep on talking about that, but if... I mean, simply just look at championships versus your championships, and you guys didn't even make it to Omaha last year, right? I mean, that's one of the biggest choke jobs you can think of, right? One of the best teams in all of college baseball. No, we were, we were, we actually the best team ever. Actually, making exactly. a documentary. Didn't even make it to Omaha. I mean, that is that is just not that's not it, it, that's not acceptable. Okay, my computer is a little bit dirty. I'm gonna go clean it off in my broom because we swept y'all this year, correct? That's nothing to do with what I'm trying to say. Well, you said we're better, so prove it. We we just swept y'all this year. Get my broom. Sweep, sweep. Y'all a little bit dirty. Okay. I mean, I I don't really care because if you look... The head-to-head matches. What counts as championships, and you guys just don't win championships in baseball. Yeah, championships are not against us. Head-to-head champions. What? Head to head, head to head, we're better. Head to head. Okay. We I mean, that, that doesn't really. I don't. Care we about we've that. in the last nine in the last ten games against Tennessee, we've won nine of them. Okay. I mean, I I don't I don't care because if you look at if you look at the championships, SEC championship, college baseball championship. Your twenty twenty two. You SEC know, baseball champion. I think pretty much anybody that you ask will say that Vanderbilt is flat out a better baseball program than Tennessee at the moment. Who had who produced the first player to go to the big leagues from last year's draft? I guess Tennessee. Tennessee. Who produced for the nothing to do with what we're talking about for the twenty twenty one draft? Tennessee. I can't, I can't win with y'all because y'all are so biased. But what is the picture for the twenty twenty draft? Tennessee. The last three top pitchers to go to the Bakeleys first came or pitched at Tennessee for a year or more. That's what Tony Matello and Frank Anderson has done. Something that Vanderbilt Danzy Sponson hasn't. Okay. I mean, I'm glad that you found something that you're, like, better at. But, I mean, honestly, if you just look at flat-out championships, the goal in college baseball is to produce big league players and to produce champions, right? Vanderbilt has produced big league players, and those big league players 
turn into champions, right? No, they the suck. The thing is, is Vanderbilt also has flat out way more championships, probably. So I just think in terms of like baseball, obviously Tennessee has way more overall. But, and ever. Um, We're just better than y'all. But, Tennessee runs the South. Tennessee runs the world. Okay. All right. I quit with y'all. So let's just move on. Let's move on to predictions because this is going to go nowhere. All right. Predictions. Do you want, so do you want me to read them or do you want to read them? Uh, can you read them? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Stanley Cup. Panther. I don't know why we put these in sections, but Panthers and Knights. Game number one. I'm going to go with the Knights on that one. Who do you guys I'm going to go with the Knights. I'm going with the Panthers. Okay. Panthers versus Knights. Game two. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I'm also going to go with the Panthers. Knights. All right. Heat versus Nuggets. Game one. I got the Nuggets. I also have the Nuggets. I also have Nuggets. And, uh... Yeah. We can go ahead for the second one. I'll start Nuggets. Okay, he's, yeah, he's versus the Nuggets. Game two, I got the Nuggets. Game right two, now. I also have the Nuggets. Oh. Right, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. All games are free to watch on Apple TV, by the way. So Can I say something real quick? City versus New England. I'm going to go with NYCFC. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, New York City. Uh, do we need to say our game of the like game of the week to watch? That's uh, okay. I'll tell you really quick. Watch um, for my. It's kind of like games of the week. Go watch the French Open. Watch something new. That's all I'm saying. Go watch that. I'd watch uh, Tennessee That'd versus Clemson. Finals game one might be my game of the week. I'd say watch Tennessee versus Clemson Saturday. <laughs> okay. I'd say watch the Heat first Nuggets. Okay, Seattle versus Portland in the MLS. So I have New England. Portland Timbers. This is a big rivalry, big derby. I'm gonna go with the Seattle Sounders. I'm gonna go with the Seattle Seahawks as well. I'm going with the Portland Trailblazers. Okay, Cincinnati against Chicago. Such a random game. Uh, I guess I'll go with Cincinnati. I'm also gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going with the Cincinnati Reds here. Good team. Alright. Jonathan Indigo is going to tear up this game. FC Dallas versus Nashville SC. I got Nashville SC. I also have the Nashville Sounds. I also got the Nashville Predators. Alright, let's move on to MLB in the series here. We have Milwaukee against the Cincinnati Reds here. I'm going to go with the Reds in that I'm series. also going to go with the Reds. Going with the Milwaukee Brewers. Alright, uh, Marlins against the Athletics. I got the Marlins. I got the Marlins. Marlins. Well, no, actually, I'm going with the Athletics. They're looking good. Cardin- Cardinals against uh, the Pirates. I'm, gonna go I'm the also going to go with the Pirates. I'm going with uh, Cardinals. Alright, um, Phillies against the Nationals. Give me the Nationals. Also, I want to uh, give me the Nationals. <laughs> I got the Phillies. I don't want to pretend they're good for the pretenders. All right. Last time they were relevant, the it's when I, when Vanderbilt was good in football. Oh yeah, that the was never. Rays, the Rays against the. I know you're gonna put that. The Rays against the Red Sox. I got the. I Red also Sox. have the Red Sox. <clears throat> I had the Rays. I the can Mariner see a sweep against the Rangers. I got the Rangers. Um, I also have the Rangers. I also have the Rangers. Alright, the Braves against the Diamondbacks. I got the Dang Diamondbacks. it, me and Benjamin were on a streak of getting the same predictions, but I'll get, I'll get, I'll take the Braves. I got the Braves. Alright, the Yankees, is that the Yankees and the Dodgers, right? Yes. Alright, Yankees and Dodgers, I got the Yankees. I have the Dodgers. I have the Dodgers, too. Alright, uh... I think Alex, you got to take over here because we have college. So- oh yeah, okay. College softball stakes are higher as the final eight teams travel to Oklahoma City to become one step closer to the champions. Uh, Alabama against Tennessee in college softball. I'm not Tennessee in this one. Like and all these games, all of these games are Thursday. So today, probably if you're watching this on June first. All right, Tennessee in the first game. Who do you guys have? I- Alabama versus Tennessee. I have your Tennessee Vols. We knew it. Uh, Tennessee. 
All right, Stanford against Oklahoma. I got Oklahoma. I actually was on an airplane, and I watched Oklahoma against Clemson. It was actually kind of entertaining. So I got Oklahoma. You know what's entertaining? A Oklahoma versus Tennessee one versus four match as Oklahoma beats Stanford. I also have Oklahoma. All right, Florida State against Oklahoma State. I got Florida State. I also have Florida State. Oklahoma runs softball as they win Oklahoma State. This is, this is, I don't think we've ever picked college softball on here. This is kind of interesting. So Utah against Washington. Let's get, heck, let's go with Utah, baby. Let's go with the Utes. The 15 seed, am I correct about that? Or the 15 ranked? Yes. Man, yeah, let's go to Utah. Give me I'm going to go with the Washington Commanders. I'm going with the uh, Washington too. Okay. Right, college baseball. Alex, you got to take over now. Okay, college baseball. I will say a region, and I'll say the four teams are in the in the region, and we will say who comes out as the best team from that region. So, um, All right. so make sure, guys, y'all just write down who uh, he's going to be the winner, and it may be a del- little bit delay. Wait, Benjamin, can you do me a favor? Uh, can you write? Can you write down my whoever wins, so I don't have to go back and forth. But I can do it. If- yeah. Okay. All right. For the Winsome Salem region, the number one overall seed, Wake Forest versus George Mason, Northeastern, and Maryland. Mm, Maryland. I'm gonna go with Wake Forest. Wake Forest too. Okay. Hold on. Okay, next one, Alex. Okay, the Tuscaloosa region. Alabama as the 16 overall seed. Nichols, Troy, and Boston College. Alabama. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Alabama. Going with Boston College as they're the number 17 uh, seed, and they're going to be really good. Okay, next one. Uh, now for the Miami, Florida region. Uh, obviously, you got Miami, Florida, Maine, Louisiana, and Texas. Oh, yeah. Hook them. Let's go, Texas. I'm going to go with uh, Miami. I'm going with the number nine seed, Miami. Okay. Next one. Now for the Stanford region. The Stanford are number eight seed overall. Stanford versus San Jose State versus Cal State Fulverton and Texas A&M. Easy, Stanford. Texas A&M. Going with your Aggies. I got, I got Stanford in that. Okay, hold on. Next one. Now, the Baton Rouge Regional, LSU is the number five team. Certainly not a team to uh, overlook. LSU are in the region. Tulane, Sam Houston, and Oregon State. I'm going with LSU. I'm also going with LSU. I got Oregon State. In the Lexington Regional, kind of a lot of controversy around here. As Kentucky is the number 12 seed. Kentucky, Ball State, Indiana, and West Virginia. Who you guys got? Good. I got Kentucky. I got, I got West Virginia. Okay. I got Indiana. Okay. Next one. Uh, Auburn. For the Auburn Regional. Um, this really frustrates me. I don't know if you know this, but they have one tie. They're 34-21-1. So that really makes me mad just to look at. So Auburn is hosting versus Penn, Sanford, and Southern Miss. I got Southern Miss. Sanford. Sanford? Yeah. Auburn's the 13th seed. All right, now the four overall seed. The best region out there, I would say. I don't know if you have any objections. Okay. Do y'all have any objections? No. This is definitely part of the best region. Uh, Clemson, 
and the Clemson Regional, Clemson, Lipscomb, Charlotte, and Tennessee. I'm going to... Your 2023 Regional Champs, Tennessee Volunteers. I'm going to go with um, Tennessee. All right, now for the... Uh, 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 I never made my pick. I never made my pick. I'm going... Uh, you know what? He's going to go with Lipscomb. My thing. Nobody can argue. Nobody can argue. Okay? We're just going to move on to the next region. Because I'm about to get pummeled for this. I'm going to go with the Clemson Tigers. Because Tennessee always crumbles at this stage. Give me Clemson. They never fail me. Every year, Tennessee crumbles at this stage. Let's go. Uh, roll, roll it on. Next one. So, you know, Clemson hasn't won one in the last four years, and Tennessee's won the last four. Next next one. In this stage, Tennessee always fails. Yeah, right. They haven't failed the last four or five years. All right. Interesting match here in Gainesville for the Gainesville Regional. The two overall seed, Florida. Florida A&M. Texas Tech and UConn. I'm going to go Florida. Florida. Okay. Now, where, do, y'all know, do y'all know where South Carolina is at? What city? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called again? Uh, oh, come on. I should know that. Isn't it? Uh, is that? Know. Wait a minute. It's in Columbia, right? Yeah. Columbia. Yep. Columbia okay, the Columbia, Columbia Regional. Uh, South Carolina, Central Con State, NC State, and Campbell. Tennessee had Campbell in the region last year. Campbell did good. Uh, but I'm going with Campbell defeating South Carolina. They should have hosted. I'm going to go with South Carolina. I'm going to go with South Carolina as well. All right, now for the murder. No, Con- Conway? Coastal Carolina is technically in Conway, right? Yeah. Okay. It is like, like, cause the Myrtle Beach Bowl always like messes me up. Uh, Coastal Carolina, Ryder University of Northern California Western, I think, and Duke. It's UNCW. Coastal Carolina. I got Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina. Now for Benjamin's favorite, the Virginia Regional. What city's Virginia? And if y'all know, Charlottesville. Charlottesville Regional, Virginia, Army West Point, Oklahoma, and East Carolina. Let's go, who's Give me Virginia. I'm going Virginia. I don't want to say it, but Virginia. Next region. The Oklahoma State Regional. Uh, Oral Roberts, Washington, and Dallas Baptist University. I'm going with Dallas Baptist University. I'm going to go with Vanderbilt. Bingo. Did you even name Vanderbilt? No, I never said Vanderbilt. Oh, sorry, I skipped, I skipped that. Vanderbilt is in, the, in this one. No, no, I skipped, sorry, I skipped one. Uh, sorry. Uh... Okay, let's. Okay, sorry guys. Vanderbilt in the National Regional. Vanderbilt, Eastern Illinois, Xavier, Oregon. I have Vanderbilt. I'll go. Yeah, you guys go first. I'll go with Vanderbilt. Never. That is shocking. Aiden, yeah. I have Vanderbilt. Okay, I got Vanderbilt too. I cannot believe you guys picked Vanderbilt. All right. Okay, so now for the Oklahoma State Regional, Oklahoma State, Oral Roberts, Washington, and Dallas Baptist University. Washington. I have um, Oklahoma State. Dallas Baptist. Mm. Okay, now for the... Oh, I do not know how to pronounce this name. I will not just go ahead and pronounce it. Indiana State Regional, the 16th seed, wait, no, the 14th seed overall, 
Uh, a lot of people thought Tennessee was going to here. Anyway, uh, Indiana State, Wright State, North Carolina, and Iowa. We'll go with Iowa. North Carolina. Aiden, what'd you say? All right, the last and final regional. So, last, but certainly not least. Hey, wait, hey, you said North Carolina? Yes. The, what's Arkansas? Uh, Starkville. Stark. No, no, that's Miss. Wait. Oh, it, no, that is Mississippi. It, it doesn't matter. Just continue. Okay, the Arkansas Regional is Arkansas, Santa Clara, Arizona, Fayetteville. and TCU. Fayetteville, Arkansas. Fayetteville. Oh, yeah. TCU. Yeah, we're in baseball, not football. Arkansas. I'm going to go with Arkansas. Yes, and uh, we can say our closer. Benjamin, you want to say it? All right. Well, thank you. That was a long podcast. I think I don't know how long that was, but uh, yeah, that was uh, hour and six minutes. All right. So there you go. Closer. So if you have any questions or comments, or you just want to be on the show, please email us at tlees five five eight eight at gmail dot com. Again, tlees five five eight eight at gmail dot com, or just use our link tree. Listen on Spotify, like on Spotify, like and sub on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and more. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you guys next week. Right. Yes, thank Aiden, you. I'm Alex. Alex. I'm, I'm out. Aiden. Go balls. One second. Let me take Benjamin out the call, just so I can say it. Go balls.